Welcome to Ripstop on the Record, a podcast where fabric enthusiasts and DIY gurus discuss all things make your own gear, with the occasional poor attempt at comedy to keep it interesting. I'm Kyle Baker, the owner and founder of Ripstop by the Roll, and we're excited to have you listening. What's up? We got the gang all here. Carter, glad you're here. Thank you. Isaac, you're looking good today. Why, thank you, sir. Glad to be here. Avery, we're sorry you're not with us, but we're equally glad you're here. Forever in my heart. <laughs> yes, and on screens. All right, <laughs> episode 33, and we've got the, the team here. No one no one special to interview, but you know the most special people ourselves. Uh, and we got a good one, cooking up a year in review, or ripstop year in review. But two quick announcements. One, we're doing this super rad thing uh, which is a customer survey or a maker survey where we're trying to get better information about what it is you want from us next year. So, I mean, it, although it probably doesn't need to be said, we want to carry the best products. We want to make the best kits and we want to create the best content. But in order to do that, we have to know what it is you're looking for and know how we can do the best with that. So we're trying to talk to the products team about what fabrics to bring on, what kits they're going to make, what videos we're going to produce afterwards, all that stuff. So there's a lot happening there. But uh, the customer survey is going to be amazing. I know that Isaac particularly is excited for all of his bushcraft people to come out of the weeds and, you know, give him all of the the extra support that he wanted. Actually, uh, I think the correct term there is come out of the woodwork. It's actually, yeah, reveal themselves from the bush is what I was going to say. Yeah. Take off those ghillie suits. Handmade ghillie suits. That's right. So if that's what you want, then put that in the survey. But I know that Carter's definitely relying on his his hammock and his ultralight buddies to come out and make sure that they show their customer support proud and loud and proud. Yeah, I don't think there's uh, you know, bushcrafters might have to fight for a spot. I think we're pretty much we're pretty much up there with the top tier cream of the crop circle. I am very much pulling for the cycling crew. We'll see. I I I sometimes it's hard to tell if what we see is data related or just pure bias, but I think with the algorithm, it's just pure bias. So I think there's like way more DIY cyclists out there than there actually are, but we're about to find out. We'll get actual info for it. Yeah. I, uh, so I asked for a new bike for Christmas and, uh, just been getting into biking recently because Jameson and Carter are super into biking and, uh, you know, I just want to be like the cool guys. So I'm pretty sure like all of my, my ads and everything on social media are focused on biking. And it's kind of weird because up until this point, it's always been like hunting, fishing, bushcraft focused. And now I'm getting like ads for biking. Mine are all literally 2022 Nissan Frontier, which is the truck that Isaac got recently. And for whatever reason, they just serve that up to me like 400 times a day across every platform. Have you seen the new Nissan Frontier? And I'm just like, yes, I have. Find your new Frontier sponsored content is just all crime podcasts all crime and murder and everyone's gear that you're making (laughs) crime murder and gear sounds like a good day (laughs) uh so another reason to take the customer survey is we are giving 10 percent discount codes to everybody that uh, fills out the survey and you'll get that on your next order or set by the roll as well as you'll be put in the running for three you'll get one of three $100 Amazon gift cards. Uh, and we all know Amazon has lots of offers. So you probably want that. And then last but not least, I mean, if you are 
you share what it is that you're interested in, then we'll actually get to do that. So that might be the biggest win, even more than Amazon gift card is us giving the content that you actually want. The other thing that you got to be aware of is we're doing maker questions for the next episode. So send us the questions. There's a lot of ways that you can do that. We'll share it on Instagram. So you can ask us there. You can ask by submitting a help ticket. We always answer questions there. Uh, There's a lot of ways. So let us know. I'm sure you have a lot of questions as you always do. You guys never let us down there. So send us in and we'll get the pros to answer. Primarily Carter and Isaac. Avery and I will just listen and learn and help keep them on track when they go silly. It's never happened. And the other big thing that we have to announce today is for the first time ever, we have, uh, is this this a sponsored episode? Is that what this is technically? Technically, yes. Well, yeah, we're famous. Beer beer sponsored. (laughs) Yeah, this episode is brought to you by Thompson Island Brewing Company. And I have never been more happy to get free beer in my life. You look upset by that comment. Y'all got hats on. <laughs> I just realized. Yeah. So uh, shouts out to uh, Thompson Island and also uh, to Lance for uh, hooking this up for us. Uh, yeah. And anybody else out there that wants to send beer or whatever, if, if you pass the test potentially in the future, you could also be on my head. We'll see what happens. Big, big shout out to Lance for getting the, us hooked up here. If anybody else wants to send us beer that you want us to talk about in the podcast and mention to you like this, I would be more than happy to drink pretty much whatever legal beverages you send us and we will give them a shout out. We're super happy to have this. Send us hats if you want, because you can have the fine head pieces of Carter and Isaac worn like that. Um, but yeah, we're going to pop these beers open. We'll tell you what we got. And then you'll hear our honest review of uh, the Rehoboth Beach specialty. All right, pass me one. Let's all three get a different one so we can read the names. The Escapades. Uh, this is a fruited sour lingonberry and cherry. I'm a big fan of lingonberry, so this sounds pretty amazing. How are you a fan of lingonberry? Is that like a comment? Like, no, he just went to Ikea once. That is exactly it. Oh, okay. Ikea lingonberry syrup. I have a double IPA called Good Times. Uh, kind of <laughs> sexy can too. I like that. And I love IPA, so this should be uh, a happy time. I have Once Around the Sun, a barrel-aged imperial stout. Happy anniversary. Barrel-aged imperial imperial stout sounds like it's going to be a heavy ABV. What you got on that one, Isaac? Uh, So it says, before we get to that, it says, slumbered for a year on bourbon and European port barrels. And the APV, ABV... Are you sure you should have that? It is. I don't see it. It's right there. Oh, my God. What are you talking about? 12.42. Yeah, it's cut off, right? All right, well, let's crack these open and uh, talk about this year. This is where you need to go watch the YouTube video. If you're listening to this on a audio system, then listen to the rest and then go back and watch Carter and Isaac have this interaction. First, first order of business, first question that we're going over today is what was 2021's most influential product? So little context here, we released 56 new products this year alone from components, fabrics, kits, makers, tools, all sorts of stuff. 56, maybe even more. I think that was a full head count, but 
there's a lot to pick from. And we kind of want to dive into what our favorites were and why they were so influential. So to start out, Carter, 2021's most influential new product. Yeah, so I think maybe uh, mine might be a little bit of a curveball compared to what others would think. Uh, I think we came out with a lot of really cool fabrics and we did a lot of awesome stuff. But the thing that I think is most exciting is actually the components that we've added this year in plastic and aluminum metal whatever uh because although like x50 or another cool like x-pack variant is a pretty sweet fabric i think 25 new components that allow you to make a hundred different new things all in under the same roof is like the coolest part because i don't i don't know about you actually i do know about you and uh there are many times where we want to design something and then you realize that you don't have that plastic piece. And then now you just, it's, it's not perfect. And that can be kind of annoying if you spend a lot of time planning to not be able to do that. So we're going to continue to bring on um, more components. We have a lot, uh, a lot of uh, other things to add. Cause I think that that's the spot where we can grow, uh, especially with the new space coming like, we should be able to stock any plastic component that people want. Uh, so, yeah, I think that was the most important for me is finally being able to start adding those on. Um, and that's a huge shout out to Isaac too, because in, I've, we, I've always wanted to add that stuff, but without like a capable team that can add 56 products in a year, like when it was just me or Kyle, like it, it just wasn't an option. So I'm happy to be able to provide that for everybody. It's an area that we've been weak in as well. Like we haven't had that many components. We haven't had enough to be frank. So I think now that we've like, we have emphasized that this year is huge yet, but because people are getting frustrated and they don't get to use the right thing. So I'm really pumped on that too. It's a good call. Isaac, your uh, most influential product of the year. So mine is kind of um, like two things. I really like the X pack X 50 fabric um, just because like, I think the, the Aramid X ply on the back is just cool looking. Like it's just, kind of different um and then i also i like the 500d face and i like the fact that it uh has like you can get it in camouflage i'm i like camo i know i'm the uh, oddball out here um but then yeah that that being said i'm also excited for the multicam cordura uh just because i think that some like multicam tropic bike bags or multi-cam black bike bags would be super cool. Always down for the colorway black. Black multi-cam, black X-Pack, black DCF. It's all good. I've said that. <laughs> Avery, what's your what's your uh, what's your pick? Um, I know this is a simple pick, but my favorite has been the bear bag kit, only because I'm like a super nerd about leave no trace and yelling at people in the woods who aren't properly storing their food. So hopefully this will be kind of a nice merger to get people to hang their food and make it themselves. And if they feel like they can't splurge on, you know, the more expensive uh, cottage gear, bear bag, uh, they can make it their own and save a little bit of money. So I'm super excited about that. I love going in the woods, teaching how to like properly bear hang and doing the PCT method and some things that we're bringing on for that, I think will be really awesome. So just teaching others about that. Um, and yeah. That product too, I mean, besides being a great design, we also include the abductor toggle, which 
changed my life in terms of bear bag hanging. And I think everyone, but that's a huge addition that I know everyone had that has purchased that has been like, this is big. Like the bear bag's great, but that toggle is huge. Yeah. And I will say I through hiked and I hung my food every single night, but I never did like the PCT method with like the stick or a toggle. And I just recently learned that this year. And it is like, I wish I would have known, but bears are learning how to go follow the line to the other tree. And they're still taking that line down. So that's why that PCT method or using the bear bag abductor toggle is so much more helpful in the backcountry because bears are teaching themselves how to get bear bags down when you're tying it off to another tree versus like using a toggle or the PCT method. So yeah. By the way, thank you, Jameson, for the compliment. Uh, Some of you probably don't know this, but I also work for Loop Alien on the side as like a design consultant. So Chris, one of the owners and I spent a lot of time refining that piece through 3d printing and other stuff to get it to work the way that it does. Uh, so I'm excited to be able to see that be used in kits for ripstop. And yeah, so that's cool. It's cool to see. Uh, we actually to test it, to test one of the final pieces, we have one hanging up in the rafters of the warehouse where we did the PCT method with a bear bag, just hanging in the middle of the ceiling. And I've never tried to hit it with things. It's been there for probably at least five months. I think now. we're gonna, <laughs> dude. Can you care? Can you carry your computer out there and just show them? I think I think we're gonna have to just leave it. Like even after we leave this building, like we'll just leave it in the rafters for whoever, you know, comes into this building after us. I mean, it, the cool part is that the the toggle has stayed there. We've hit that thing with footballs, uh, rolls of fabric, basketballs, frisbees. Uh, it's been hit a lot of times by a lot of things. We brought a bear in. Clearly quality tested by yours truly at <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I love that. That's right. Jameson, what is... We're also onboarding... Sorry, we're also onboarding the abductor toggle so people will get that fairly soon. Yeah, we've... I mean, we've obviously had it for a long time and Loop Aliens carried it, but it's just one of those things that you look and you're like, wait, so we sell the bear bag with the toggle, but we don't actually just sell the toggle. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So that'll be available uh, somewhat soon as well. Uh, the fanny pack is my year's most influential product. And I say that because you all specifically Carter has made me a fanny pack convert and you, you know that from past episodes, but I just think more people need that. I've seen how much Isaac loves his, for instance, Isaac and I were out together last night and I drove home and I saw a fanny pack sticking under the seat. And I was just like, man, I'm so happy to see fanny packs become more of a regular thing. Everyone, everyone needs a fanny pack or multiple fanny packs in their life. So the fact that we have that now is awesome. Plus, that was a very interesting proving grounds for us as a company. We got that in pretty short notice. Um, and I think we did a lot of good work without, you know, there were some hiccups, but the, the video is awesome. The tutorial video that we did. And I think there's a lot of people that are super stoked on it. We sold a lot of kits that week. So that was, that was fun, but also I'm just happy to see more people get fanny packs. I'm glad to see everybody really get in touch with true fashion, like the highest level of fashion um, by wearing their blue X-Pack fanny pack out to the mall, to uh, five, five Michelin star restaurants, if that's even a thing. I don't know. I, uh, I went hiking with two of my friends up in New Hampshire in October, and I made fanny packs for both of my friends I was hiking with and we wore them around the whites and into Littleton, New Hampshire the whole weekend. So it's not just in the Southeast or the, the mid South region, but fanny packs are making it across the country. We're, we're going around. 
Uh, by the way, I've now tried two of the beers, and they're both fire. Like, 10 out of 10 would have 13 of these over 13 days, of course. Brief brief update. I'm not actually a huge sour fan, but this is amazing. I would 100% drink this again. All right, part two, next question. We did some user-submitted questions. Uh, we just needed to get a couple of these in there. Uh, so there's some good questions in here that'll be a little bit tricky. And Carter has the first few because he's a resident expert. So uh, Virginia Foothill Designs asks, what do you use to seal your Venom fabric? How to, please. Uh, yeah, so the it can be sealed using anything that will stick to like DCF or a plastic like that. So like the PSA that has uh, DCF on it you can use that no problem like the dcf repair tape is what we call it um we also have uh, another tape coming soon that you'll also be able to use with that it's similar except for it doesn't use dcf on one side it just has a plastic uh so that's exciting um also you could use seam grip if you wanted the liquid sealant uh, but if you can use the tape and make it clean and nice i don't really understand why you would put liquid stuff all over it but that's your choice the uh the first fanny pack that i ever made actually the one that jameson was talking about that i forgot in his car last night um i made it at carter's house and we made it with venom and we taped the seams with the dcf repair tape and it's still still going strong that was probably like seven months ago eight months ago all right are there are there any techniques that you need to that you would include while taping like seam rolling, anything like that, that whether it's for Virginia foothills designed or other people when taping, even not with venom, just like if like three tips, you'd be like, got to do this when taping. Uh, I mean, sure. Uh, the first one is to clean the, the surface that you're working on with like some rubbing alcohol uh, to promote adhesion as much as possible. And then secondly, I would say work in sections. So like instead of unpeeling all of the tape and then it rolls up and gets all over your, uh, I almost said a cuss word all over your hecking hands. And it's very annoying. Um, you can stick the tape down and then with one hand, peel some of the, some of the layer back and then lay that down and then keep going like piece by piece. Kind of like if you were taping, I don't know if people ever do this, but like taping a floor, like if you're like going to put furniture in, how you like put some of the tape down and then do a little bit more, do it that way and leave the backing on. And then, Lastly, I would say using like uh, some sort of roller like the one that we sell to get all the air out. And I mean, these tapes are PSAs, which is pressure sensitive adhesive. So it's important that it gives some pressure on it. And then also, finally, this is I said three, but there's four. The tape that we sell uh, cures at room temperature over 24 hours. So it's also nice if you can let that sit for a day and that will cure to the strongest possible that way so yeah there's some tips use them don't i don't really care actually i do please please use them i was also going to say um this is something i don't remember if it was in one of the videos that we made it i think it might have been like the using the repair tape video uh but we talked about like when you have a seam um you can either like split that seam down the middle or fold both of those raw edges to one side and then tape over it. Um, And I think it's it's best to fold both those over to one side so that you're not splitting that in half. So that's another thing that you can uh, use to make that stronger. 
And the sixth, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, that's actually it. Kayla Story asks, when will you have more X50 black in stock? And in short, I'll just answer this because it's very easy. We will be getting it back in stock. I do not have a specific date for you, but we will be keeping it and we will have more soon. But short answer, I know it's not as detailed as you want, but uh, we don't control all the things, unfortunately, not as much as we would hope. Uh, next question. Also, oh, from- hold on. Yeah. Last thing I would say is that uh, for any questions like that, it's definitely best to like reach out to our help desk. You can get a much more direct reply that way for something like that because, yeah, I'm smart, but I don't know everything. Because you do know almost everything, Kayla's story also asks, any plans to carry X51 in the future? Potentially, it's one that we've talked about bringing on. Uh, so basically, for those of you that don't know, it's very similar to X50, except for it's. I think it's like 500 by 1,000. So it's like a mix of those two. Um, I I see that probably being something that we bring on, but it wouldn't be a top priority just because we have the X50, which is very similar in terms of what most of what most people are buying. However, as we build out like bushcraft stuff and get into some tactical stuff, then I think maybe we might consider adding some more stuff. I've said stuff nine times, some more products that will be like that. Thank you. Thanks, Kayla. Yeah. Thank you for sending those questions in. Next question isn't as much of a question as it is a statement, uh, but um, what is that? Parade. Paradise. Parade. Paradise set tactical. Paradise tactical. Paradise? What? Yeah. Dice with a Y. What What the What the flip? Did you just say Paradisidius? What? Paradisius. Like some sort of mushroom you shouldn't eat. Amazing user said, we want more multi-cam products, webbing, etc. I gave them a little bit more emphasis there. But yeah, first of all, my answer to your question is, what do you think of the current multi-cam? Do you like those? And do you all have anything to add to uh, this statement? For sure. I mean, if Isaac has anything to say about it, we'll add as much multi-cam as possible. Uh, Certainly something uh, for all of the more popular camos that we're not currently printing on. We want to carry those patterns across the highly technical fabrics, which I think is the important part, right? We could carry multicam and like, I don't know. They, I don't think they make denim. They, I'm sure they do. And I bet it's hideous or it's great. Um, but yeah, we want to carry multicam also. Uh, it's just a matter of deciding which ones. Cause a lot of those, because of the licensing of that pattern, it's very expensive. So we want to make sure that we bring on stuff that you guys want. Uh, and that, so that doesn't limit us on bringing on other stuff. Not just stuff that Isaac will only use himself. We know that you want to have a full multicam jumpsuit and probably some underoos as well. But. I mean, I kind of already have a full multicam jumpsuit because of my part-time job. Multicam black? No. <laughs> true, true. Heck of an environment you got there. All right. So there's two questions from users anonymous, but they're really good questions. And I kind of want to keep them, but we got to keep it short. So... We can answer one of the following. You can't answer both. The, these are the two questions. One, favorite thing that you've made this past year. So favorite item that you have personally sewed. The other question is best outdoor purchase of 2021. So again, you have to answer one for the sake of time. We'd love to have a three-hour episode, but that's not today. So you have to choose one of those, either one, favorite thing you made or your favorite purchase of the year. Carter, I feel like you're probably ready for this already because I know. 
Definitely, without a doubt, unequivocally. I was just trying to say more words to keep it short. Uh, multiple backcountry bidets of different shapes, styles, and uh, colors and materials. This is the best one, though. Oh, they're all glorious. I uh, highly recommend both putting a bidet attachment on your toilets in your house, as well as looking into options for backcountry uh, cleanliness. Is there one that like that we could link in the show notes to tell people? Uh, yeah, I'll well, I'll give a few so that I'm not uh, singling out anybody, but I'll give you guys that after. As this. long as it's brief. Uh, I don't wear briefs. Link in the show notes for Carter's best backcountry bidets, and he's experienced, so he'll only give you good ones. What you got, Osbone? Right, I'm going to answer both these questions, but it's still going to be shorter than what Carter just said. So they both go together. My best outdoor purchase of 2021 was my 2022 Nissan Frontier because it is going to take me to new frontiers. And uh, my best, I hate you. <laughs> my best uh, product that I made this year was for the truck. I made some uh, X50, like basically giant ZPPs to uh, keep under the seats for like tool storage and stuff like that. So I would say that. Probably the best thing I made this year. That's the answer I'd like to go with. Um, I got to finally make my own backpack. I've made backpacks before, but they were kind of just, I really wanted to enjoy the making process and make something. But Carter helped me design one for hiking specifically. And I was able to take that to New Hampshire and and use it in the whites. Um, And it was fun to fully design something from front, you know, from beginning to end my fabrics and everything like that. Uh, And that thing's amazing. I'm super, I've never had probably a complete, a project that has been that well completed. There's always one thing that I kind of made an exception on, or maybe I messed something up. Um, but that one is like kind of just perfect all the way through. Um, so I was able to use some DCF. I got a special uh, stretch mesh, was able to, like a G hook for the outside pocket. I made the lines look nice Has a reach around pocket on the bottom. Um, I used Nashville pack straps and their attachment system. Um, just some really good stuff that I, that I love, but their, their straps in particular were amazing and were really quintessential to that pack. So yeah, that was, that was a huge one for me. I'd say real quick, I, I think that's just a good, um, just nod to our like developmental process. Like we, we are all DIYers and before we onboarded some of these new components, like you couldn't get all of those things from RBTR's website. So we're super excited to like move forward. If you want to build a backpack, you can get everything you need from us. Like that's, that's the point. My best outdoor purchase is probably that Lawson equipment bear line that Carter actually sent me in. I got a few people to buy it and it is highly, highly reflective. So that's the best thing. Love it. Okay. So part three is uh, favorite moment of the RBTR year. So this can be anything relate as it relates to the company, just a favorite moment or a a connection that you have or of a memory to something that made you really positive about what the company did. Okay. So I think my favorite moment of the RBTO year, I actually just had one come top of mind as I was saying that um, mine was relating to the adventure sponsorship, just being able to connect with so many different makers and adventurers and watch their uh, kind of plan come to fruition. Um, there is one special shout out because when we were going through adventure sponsorships and all of this, uh, we had an applicant come through and her name was Araceli. And 
we kept in contact with her and she successfully threw hiked the Appalachian Trail. But I ran into her at Trail Days when we were there repping for Ripstop and I just caught her off guard and I was like, that's her. And I just like yelled her name from across the street and I had to get her some Ripstop swag and things like that. But it was just really good to see like the people that we talk to virtually in person. And it's always fun when it's unexpected. So that's my favorite moment. Adventure sponsorship stuff has been really, really cool. Um, you guys have done an awesome job with that. It's It's been exciting to kind of see a different facet of, you know, I think in the past we've done a good job, but a lot of taking photos of just like maybe Kyle's hand holding a piece of fabric. Uh, so it's really cool to kind of see us diversify into people going on like actual adventures and uh, getting to know those people through what we do. So that's we, a good segue. Uh, we just got the thumbs up today from upper level people that the adventure sponsorship is adjusting some, but it will be a go for 2022. So if you're looking to be an adventure sponsor, or as we'll be calling in next year, a maker sponsor, then look to apply uh, approximately around January, like 11th, you know, not to be specific or anything, but around there. Awesome. What was your favorite moment, Jameson? My favorite moment of the year was definitely the one year anniversary episode. Similar to you, Avery, it can be hard as an e-commerce company to not engage with people on the other side of what we do. Like we see it on Instagram and it's always cool when you see a cool video or a photo, but it means a lot more when you actually connect with somebody. And I had some serious FOMO after some of the team was able to go hang out with people at uh, OR, uh, but we were able to chat with Matt in-person-ish on Zoom, but for the one-year anniversary episode, which was incredibly fun. And if you haven't listened to it, go check it out, episode 28. But it was just, we got to talk with Matt twice or a couple of weeks on Zoom. We chatted for a while. We had a group text going there for a while. Um, and it was just fun to chat with other makers and just be silly with people that you uh, that we are able to impact in that way. So that was awesome. Isaac? So I think my favorite part of the year was actually the RBTR Christmas party. And I say that just because like, you know, a lot of what we do is focused on our customer and, you know, that's great. Like we are here to serve the customer. We're here to make their DIY journey come true. Uh, but there's also a lot of really cool people that work for Ripstop and the Christmas party was just a, a great opportunity for everybody to get together and hang out and drink drinks and play games and do cool stuff. You're saying that like RBTR is MYOG Disney. You said make dreams come true. Is that I mean, kind of. Yeah, like people come to our website and all of their dreams come true. Like how my dad calls Sierra Nevada, uh, like the brewery near where he lives in uh, Mills River, North Carolina. Uh, he calls it Malt Disney World. That's kind of sick. That's a very dad thing, but it's cool. Greatest name I've ever heard. <laughs> Carter, uh, favorite moment of the RBTR year? Uh, yeah, so mine, uh, I would say there are a lot of moments. Um, but this is a continuing moment, I think, and those are the best kind, right? Which I think doesn't make sense. Uh, we recently brought on a new member of staff here at Ripstop, uh, Jason Smith, who is our new general manager. And uh, so far, it's been really exciting to get to work with him. And uh, I can already see that uh, he's making an impact, uh, which will ultimately trickle down to the people listening to this. So yeah, my favorite moment was just being able to make some really good hires and bring people in that make the Disney MYOG or whatever you said uh, even more magical. It's one of the most 
like forward thinking, sustainable moves that we've made in a while. Like the building is big, uh, but like having additional people come in that have like proven experience and other hires that we had, it's, it's such a, like a forward step as an internal, uh, somebody on the inside of the company to be like, oh, sweet, we're going the right direction. Reassuring to everyone listening because of the new products we got on, because the new products we have so far down the pipeline that will be coming on. It's all, you know, it's a trickle down effect of the good people we've got. The final segment is what are you looking forward to in 2022? Like we said, we onboarded 56 different products in 2021 and we have all new hires in 2021 and hopefully 2022 is way better. So just to preface this a little bit and to foreshadow for people to get, you know, them a little bit excited about what's to come. What are we, uh, what are we looking forward to? Oh, I, no one asked me to go, but I just chose to. Is that okay? All right. Okay. Uh, I'm most excited to not just move into the new building because there's going to be a while where that's not going to be the most exciting because construction is happening in two phases. So the first phase will be done. Uh, but what I'm really excited for is the second phase of construction, which includes like a really awesome content creation space, like specific only for that. And then also a maker space, as we've coined it, that's literally just like the dream world of designing and prototyping and stuff like that. And I'm extremely excited to be able to do that because I think uh, we've done an awesome job with what we have. Uh, specifically, Avery and Jameson have done a great job with working with what we've got to work with. But having some, if we want to create the best content and the best products possible, we have to have a space that's designed to do that ultimately. Uh, so I'm pretty hyped for that. However, for like the next six months, I'm pretty sure that we're in like a prison trailer out back. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm sure we'll have some good behind the scenes uh, videos of what that's going to be like. There are actually bars on the windows. So kind of hyped for that because I'm like, I'm feel like a bad boy. Kind of reminds me of like a, a bug out shelter. There's like bars in the windows. It's like indestructible. It's just a big old canister. <laughs> put 500 mountain house meals in there last <laughs> night for us so we can if anything happens what y'all didn't know is that's like the real reason i was trying to get you know all the multi-cam fabrics brought on you know so we can like really get into this bug out scene do they make building shaped ghillie suits <laughs> just like john cena's face all over sorry you yeah, don't get called. that yeah they're called uh camo nets that sounds way stupider than i thought it would <laughs> I'm really excited also about the new building um, for the content creation space is going to be amazing, but that really just pertains to us. Um, the thing that I'm excited about for our customers and the MIOG world are, I'm sort of foreshadowing here, um, which might be aggressive, but I'm imagining at some point in 2022, uh, COVID will be more of a historical place and less in a forefront. Um, and we'll be able to have some in-person events. I'm kind of imagining a place where we can go on, MYOG bike rides and, and do stuff, some in-person events with makers in the area. And for all the reasons that we said previously, I would love to get to see some of our makers in person more and connect with people in a meaningful way, not just over a podcast or over social media. Isaac, what's your thing? Uh, let's see. I'm super excited about new cordage options. <clears throat> We're going to be bringing on some like reflective shock cord and draw cord, stuff like that. Um, so that's going to be really cool. Um, new high-tech fabrics. Enough said there. 
And I'm really, really looking forward to like working with some of the the pattern makers that are out there. Um, in addition to like bag buff, you know, that in green, uh, green pepper patterns that we already offer on our website, but some of the other pattern makers out there, you know, like learn MYOG and uh, Zipworks. Like, I really think it'd be cool if we could, you know, get together with them and and offer some stuff that is like specific to their patterns. Early 2021. Uh, we are releasing uh, new components. We've got some more fabrics coming out. Or early 2022. I'm sorry. Early 2022. Time is just a construct. <laughs> There'll be new fabrics coming out on the second week of 2022. New components coming out the second week. Um, oh, sorry, the fabric is the 18th. New components, 13th. So there's new stuff coming right out of the new year uh, and a lot more to come after that. Any? Uh, is there anything else that we can hint at? Yeah, I mean, the fabric that's coming out is recycled X-Pack. So that's going to be sick. I'm really excited for that. It's We've been we've had some sample yardage for a while, and we've made a lot of stuff with it. And I got to say, it's by far the best-looking X-Pack, in my opinion. The face that they – the recycled face is just – It's also tapable. Yeah, it, it's also tapable. The recycled face, though, is just like matte. It just looks really high quality. And yeah, I'm excited for people to have access to that. And I'm also really excited to be carrying. And this will be a trend that you will see even more than you can imagine. Uh, is just adding, being thinking about things more sustainably and adding eco fabrics, recycled fabrics, uh, and cordage and components. Uh, you'll see a lot more of that this year. Hopefully. Yeah, I made a fanny pack out of that fabric already. It's delightful. Uh, close us out, Avery. <laughs> Um, that's a great question because there are a lot of times that I don't even know what is to come in 2022. So I'm looking forward to, you know, just having an awesome year and, uh, meeting more of our potential adventure sponsors and working with people. I think next year will, I think every year we get better, but I think we have a lot of cool things in the works in terms of social media and marketing and content. Um, we appreciate everyone's support um, over the past year for Ripstop and also for the podcast Ripstop on the record. And we are really excited for 2022, like we mentioned. And our first episode will be all about your questions and the maker questions. So something to look forward to. Um, don't forget to send us in your questions. And most importantly, don't forget to rate and subscribe and review our podcast. Uh, we would love to see your kind reviews um, in Apple. Well, thank you everyone for joining and we'll see you in the new year. Happy new year, everybody.